0: Welcome back to the MVP life in this little series. I don't know how little it's going to be. Maybe it'll last forever. Um, Called Bert on Bluetooth. When I've got the opportunity to speak into the air and share from what's banging around in my head and sitting on my heart. Um, I had just finished up another episode. And as soon as I got everything done, um, I had another thought in a different direction that I thought I would share. Um, and we're going to talk about the word setback. And I'm going to share a statement with you, and I'm probably going to have to say it a couple times. And I'm still learning what this means in so many ways myself. But I think for the person or the persons today that has or is experiencing a setback, um, man, it can be frustrating but and I'll say but very often because it, it sounds like usually there's an excuse after it right um, this time it's but we're going to fill this thing in with something positive so here's the statement a setback can be a seed if we step back and sow instead of sulk let me say that again a setback can be a seed If we step back and so instead of sulk full disclosure when I'm at my worst I experience some kind of a setback in my life and I go right to the sulking I go right to why things aren't fair I go right to why it's everybody else's fault I go right to why I'm being misunderstood overlooked underappreciated, I can get to sulk faster than you can. I'm almost confident that I can guarantee it in most instances. Um, Luckily, I am married to an unbelievable woman, the most unbelievable woman, that does not pause, hesitate, or even come close to letting me sit down in that moment of sulking and think that that is some kind of zip code that I'm going to build a vacation home in. She'll come through and knock the legs out on that chair with no apology and a direct um, word to my heart, to my head, to both, to my butt. Her words are a foot to my emotional butt to get moving and not stay there. Um, She always knows how to deliver it. Sometimes that needs to be in a very direct way that I don't want to hear. Sometimes it needs to be uh, with words that let me know that she sees me and she hears me and she loves me and she values the things that I'm trying to do and that the setback is, is temporary. And she loves me through it. Other times, um, she cooks me right through it. She just has a way of knowing when a comfort food is necessary. (laughs) When a certain meal will just make me smile. Um, She just knows. You need to get you somebody that just knows. Uh, That's maybe a whole other bird on Bluetooth. But when you're experiencing the setback, it's so easy to, to gravitate to the sulk. But the reason that I say the setback needs a step back is that when, when, you, when you experience the setback, you're already moving backwards. So you're probably like, listen, Bert, I don't really feel the need to go any further back. Yeah, we kind of do. Because like, here's the thing, right? When it's a setback, we've been knocked back. But we still have to get to a vantage point where we can see a bigger picture. Sometimes we can do that for ourselves. And sometimes, I I will admit, sometimes taking a step back is not something we can emotionally or physically even almost accomplish alone. So we need someone else to do it with us. I'm not so sure, and I'm struggling with this. Um, I have struggled with this. I'm not so sure that someone else can take the step back for us. I think with us makes sense, right? But the step back has to be with us. We have to be willing enough to make the movement, but we need other people to share the wisdom. Because it's likely that many times, not every time, but many times our setback is self-induced. Something along the way was giving us a warning sign. Something was telling us, hey, like, ding dong, don't go in that direction. And then all of a sudden, bam, setback. And you need less I told you so people in your life and more, yeah, I kind of thought you might be here. Remember when I said this thing, but we're going to get through it together. You need more of those people. Um, The I told you so's are a dime a dozen. Um, Turn on ESPN. Every Monday morning quarterback is an I told you so person. Um, they get paid to argue. Don't surround yourself with people that get paid to argue. It's entertainment on the TV. It's dysfunctional in relationship in real life. So as you navigate setbacks, put people around you that say will say to you, it's okay. That will sit with you and kind of clean out your scrapes and your bruises. and Well, put ice on the bruises. I don't think you can really clean out a bruise, but you know what I mean. Uh, that will cook the comfort food that will sit and cry with you uh, we will get to the part of the journey and that part of your story that will laugh with you, right? Um, again, there's plenty of people that will laugh at you. There's a difference. Find the people that will laugh with you because when they're with you, they're probably going to share an experience in their life where they've been where you're at. Or they've been fearful of being where you're at, where you can even speak life into them. They'll come alongside you and say, listen, I haven't been where you're at. I see the pain that you're in. Can I journey with you? What what have you learned? What can I learn? What would you tell me so that I don't end up here? Like in, in a close enough relationship, you can have those conversations. Because within the boundaries of trust... That's a field that you can sow seed into that becomes an orchard that produces fruit that has a harvest that is sweeter than anything you've ever experienced. Listen, here's the reality. I remember growing up on my aunt and uncle's farm. When we were kids, we would go out there from time to time, and, and, and I remember it as working. I think probably they would remember it as bumbling along, trying to teach us what work looked like. But I always remember the days when my uncle would go To spread the manure, the cow manure, out in the fields. We always wanted to go on those rides because it was just cool to be on the tractor, right? But listen, he wasn't spreading sugar. He was spreading, you know, (laughs) it was manure. It didn't smell good. Nothing in the brain would say, wow, that's going to make something grow. You would think that would destroy something. It is literally waste excrement, the end result of all the thing that was once nourishment coming out. Yeah, it's the exact thing the field needed to be healthy to grow the next thing that was sown into it. So listen, setbacks aren't sugar for a reason, but they can still produce what needs to go into the soil so when you sow what you've learned and what you've leveraged, something beautiful and sweet and healthy and nourishing can Grow from it. But if we see the setback is sulking, then we sit in our own, well, stuff. Do the math on that. If you're sitting in your stuff, not much is going to grow, and you probably will be miserable because it will stink. It will be dirty because the learning without leveraging is losing. The learning without leveraging is wasting. The learning without leveraging is missing the point altogether. The same thing that you can sit in and be miserable in if you'll stand up, step back, and find someone else that can help you step back if you can't do it on your own to see the big picture, can be the very thing that you stick in a trailer, hitch to a tractor, and drive it out to a field and begin to prepare the soil for the seed you're going to sow that will one day produce the harvest that you want to grow. And for some of you who are like, Brett, you sound like Dr. Seuss sometimes. A little rhythmic, a little rhymy for me, a little cliche. Don't care. It works for me. Has always helped me. And for some people, it just is an easier way to remember it. So if it's a little cheesy, I'm good with it, but that's, that's the point. And I don't want to even belabor it. This one isn't as long as the last podcast. We're at about 10 minutes and and these bird on Bluetooth are not going to be about an exact time. It's a thought that has fallen from my head, grown from my heart, come in through my ears, come in through my eyes. All those experiences kind of mashed up that I will share with you today's is simply this and I'll finish with how I started the setback needs a step back so you can sow a seed and not sulk in your time of need so I said that one a little different in the beginning but you get the point the setback needs a step back so that you can sow a seed in your time of need don't sulk I've been there. It's just not worth it. Um, Last thought I'll give you. This one, uh, just as I'm about to wrap it up, this thought hits my mind, and I think of my daughter uh, who's a senior in college, and she read a book. She's brilliant. I love her, and she teaches me in so many ways from her experience in life. And I I honestly can't remember which player it was uh, from the U.S. Women's National Team. And in that book, that story of her life, she talks about how in some of the toughest moments, those setbacks, a big loss, a championship game, um, she allows herself, she gives herself, she gives permission to herself to spend 24 hours grieving, a.k.a. sulking, if you will, what just happened, to, to live in the disappointment, to be okay with feeling pain and and, and, and regret even and wishing the result would have been different. And all just kind of, as they say, being in your fields, right? And I think there is a lot of wisdom in that. So when I'm talking about sulking today, I'm talking about permanent position of sulking. I'm not talking about that initial feeling of disappointment that that player is accurate. And my daughter's reminded me of it. It's okay. Give yourself 24 hours. And depending on what the setback is in life, It's not prescriptive 24 hours um, because I don't know where you're at and what you're going through. And sometimes it's, listen, it's going to take longer. Okay. But I do believe there comes a point in time when we need people to pull us out of it and we've got to snap out of it so that we can continue to move in the direction that we're called to doing the very best. And sometimes, listen, sometimes it's a crawl. Sometimes it's a walk then a jog, then a run. But moving forward isn't always its some frenetic sprint pace. Don't let anybody make you feel bad if all you can do is take one step forward today. That's enough. That's enough. You can do it. And, and listen, I celebrate you as you go through this stuff. It's not easy. But as you go through it, I can hear my daughter's encouragement saying, hey, take time. It's okay. You can sit in it a little bit. But there comes a day where you got to get up, like I said, and hitch that wagon to your tractor and go spread it, go sow it, and go grow it. I believe in you. I love you. Thanks for stopping by the MVP Life today. Listen to a little bird on Bluetooth, mental, verbal, physical. Think, say, do. Don't sulk. Not permanently. Go sow. Have a great day.